What if every experience, every hardship, every obstacle was given to you, not to break you, but to mold you and strengthen you? What if the center of your suffering was actually the key to ultimate health? And what if your own pain was meant to be the catalyst for your greatest purpose? Welcome to Buddha Belly Life, empowering purpose, mind to microbiome. When you got to, do you think that um, when you decided to give up alcohol, and I know you said, you know, you, you originally did it like temporarily, um, you know, like, okay, three months here and whatnot. Um, do you think that when you developed your business or having this new coaching business, this new endeavor, this new entrepreneurship area, um, do you think that that helped you let go of the vice that was you were feeding with alcohol, the having something new. Do you think you would have been able to do it so well if you were still in the same, same world with nothing new going on in your life? I think it would have been more difficult. I really think, and this was something, a topic that I explored in my second book, Up All Day, because I found it so fascinating that having a purpose or some sort of passion was really a driving force. And, you know, when I first would go to events, I, it helped me to get through especially long boozy events where I was, you know, now I wouldn't stay for that long if I didn't want to. But in the beginning, I was still people pleasing and I was like, oh, I've got to stay for longer. Everyone expects me to. Um, and so when I would go to these things, the thing that would keep me going is like having something to look forward to in the morning. So I would say to myself, it's okay if this is uncomfortable or awkward, <laughs> you know, you're not drinking tonight, but remember tomorrow morning, we're going to do hula hoop lessons in the park or going to the yeah. early morning cinema session or going I to- a, I have a coffee date. I love exactly. coffee dates. There's, you give up alcohol, you start loving coffee <laughs> dates. <laughs> love the coffee dates, love the smoothie dates. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. having something fun to look forward to. And this is also like a on a in a bigger picture way. I had this as well with I wanted to um, explore this business, and I was having so much fun with creating this business that actually helped people. And I also wanted to explore what it was like to have a healthy relationship with a man <laughs> because because my <laughs> relationships in the past, you know, I was I was a mess in them really, and I attracted men who were also messy, and mm-hmm. and it yep. was just this cycle of never reaching this new level of understanding or clarity. And so, you know, I had this this partner who was like waiting for me to to give up alcohol to be to be like a, a grown-up woman. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, let me explore that as well. And so, you know, having these driving forces and you know, they were my whys. Like I, I really wanted to um, explore this business and also to um to find out more about who I am. And I think having Figuring out what your big why is, what your big purpose is, or your um, your reasoning for embarking on a new lifestyle change, it keeps you going through all the tough days. It acts as this kind of compass or a, a big motivator, helping you to focus on the bigger picture. And it helps to provide protection against that addictive voice that says, Oh, with what does one matter? You know, one won't hurt or, you know, who will know or, you know, all these sorts of these, these fears and these, um, addictive, uh, patterns that, that come up are all helped by knowing your reason. And 
it doesn't really matter what your reason is, as long as you're clear on it, like whether it's to be a better role model to your kids or to follow your dreams and reach your potential and to explore things that make you happy or to be a better friend or wife or mother, just putting enough uh, thought into it where it's tied to emotion, you know, for our subconscious to place meaning on something, it we need to drill down into the actual why. So for example, I want to lose 10 pounds is not motivating enough. You sort of need to dig below that of like, but why do you want to lose 10 kilos or 10 pounds? Is it to experience greater intimacy with your partner? Is it to be able to run around with your kids? Is it be able to feel confident in some new sport or activity that thrills you? Like going deeper and keeping asking why. So when you're looking at stopping drinking, as well, like figuring out why, like what, what could be my motivator, my purpose? Like where could I find more passion and fun in life? Mm-hmm. I, I love that you say that. Um, I want to share something. Can I share something? Absolutely. This is, it's a, it's a belief of mine and, and I'll see what you think about it. So uh, through my self discovery and all the stuff in my life and people, you know, who know me know a bit about my life. And my second book was like my greatest shames all put into a book. I'll send you that. You can, be great. there's a few good drinking stories. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, through all that, I realized that we all self medicate easily. There's just different forms and some are more obvious than others. Um, whether it be food, sex, attention, work and success, alcohol, drugs, etc. We all fill a void. And what I realized is I was like, you know, are people really that unhappy? And something that I've come to truly believe, because I do, I'm a big believer that we were all created for purpose, that we were all created with like a special fire in us to go get something that we're meant to contribute to the world. And it's different. And for some people, it's on a stage in front of millions. And for others, it's very intimate amongst a couple and it's no greater or less than the other, right? And I think we're all born with that. Kind of like, have you ever seen, Not it's not Iron, is it Iron Man? Is he the one that has the thing that goes in his chest? Oh, you know. like, it's like, my kids watch all that Marvel or whatever, you know, it's like it's this thing. If he does, it's like his power pack and it goes in his chest, right? Um, and it's like this huge uh, energy chemical, you know, thing. Anyway, um, but I think that we kind of have this this hole where we're missing that thing when we come to this world. And that we're meant to go find that and we seek that. But when we're not seeking it or we don't find, we're not latching on to things that give us purpose and fulfillment and contribution where we're giving, you know, how good it feels to, you know, help a child that, you know, is, doesn't have a parent present or, or give to somebody who's gone through a pain or is sick. Um, you know, we do that and like it, it fills something that nothing else can fill and it's like right in our chest, you know, and I think we're all born with that void. And when we're not taught to seek to fill that void when we're not taught that you were born with a void like that for a reason because you were created for a purpose then we tend it's a discomfort that we have all the time by it being empty and so we go and we fill it with things to numb it and to distract from it and those things are the destructive things and they don't do it for us. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like what you did is you exemplified, you know, latching onto something that was purposeful that you had, you know, started 
growing a passion for. And then you started helping people and that started giving you this fulfillment and it started taking place of this void that, you know, alcohol could never have done for you. And you probably never would have found it yes. with the bottle, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you, and you don't. And I love the way that you put it. I just had goosebumps because I think that's so true. Like we, we you know, they call um, alcohol this disease. Like, you know, if you feel, you, you never feel at ease. And so this is why you sort of chase the, chase the next high. And I really resonated with that because I think we do, we really need something. And, you know, it's often said that we don't feel true happiness unless we're actively creating something. So whether that is, you know, creating happy activities with your family, whether that is creating a new community or whether that is creating, you know, some way to give back or some other purpose-driven thing, we're, we're, as humans, we're, uh, built to create things like either to build things or to to invent things or contribution exactly yeah. exactly because it brings us joy and the more that we help others the more meaningful our lives feel and you know having that meaning like now I'm so 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 grateful and happy that I did go all in on the sobriety aspect because the sense of meaning that my life has as a result is just so much more than I could have ever imagined. And, you know, it's funny where life leads us because I never, you know, a few years ago, I never would have expected this. And some of my old friends and, and family still think it's hilarious. Like you help people to, to not drink. Like you were the biggest drinker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's why they trust you. Exactly. They don't, they don't trust you because you're, you know, Sally's straight edge, you, you know, <laughs> puts down half her glass of wine and never comes back to it. <laughs> Who does that? Exactly. Gosh, I used to watch people at parties, you know, and be like, are you going to pick that up again? When are you going to pick that up again? Oh my gosh, you're just standing up from the table and you're leaving it there? (laughs) Or they sip it till it gets like, you know, it's lukewarm and like not carbonated any longer. And I'm like, what a waste. (laughs) My husband, when he met me, he goes, you are the first person, you're the first person I've ever met who can drink faster than me. And I was like, because I don't like things to get cold. I'm very picky about the temperature of something I'm drinking unless it's water. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. And that's when you know like this is it's this unhealthy relationship and obsession because I had a beautiful mm-hmm. client once and she had um, a real, a real, uh, unhealthy relationship with eating like with comfort eating and stuff and she would talk to me about the same sort of thing like she would go to parties and she would watch what everyone else was eating constantly like oh are they going to eat that they only took one bite of that cake why are they eating the rest of it and she would be obsessed with it and I think you know there are so many vices in life that we can fall into to to hide from ourselves and the the fact that we feel like we're not being purposeful and have leading meaningful lives and you know, that those, whether it's even just like social media scrolling or binge watching crappy TV or, you know, anything or eating too much sugar, it's a way of coping with something that can never be filled. Like you said, that, that hole within that can never be filled by anything other than giving back and creating and just being lost in the moment. And I think we all have that experience when we're growing up as well of like, 
being completely immersed in something, whether you were coloring a picture or you were creating a Lego house, you know, whatever you were doing, you were so involved in it. You were so in the moment. And that's when all of these other addictions fall away. Like you, you lose track of time. You're just experiencing pure joy in creating something. Do you have a desire for fulfillment? Does helping people tap into their own health mentally, emotionally, and physically fire you up? Do you believe in the impact of the gut microbiome on overall wellness? You may be an HWCA coach. For more info on our cutting edge health coach trainings, visit hwcacoach.com. So this has been such a great talk and I do want to, before we wrap up here, I want to know about your newest book, Chameleon Facts. <laughs> Can you give us some of the tidbits or the 411 about exactly what this is about? I'm very curious, especially as a female. Um, yes. This is all about, about because, you know, I, I, I have a few, always come up with new ideas for books, right? Of like, oh, I'm going to talk about this topic and this topic. And it was funny with this one because I went to... Um, Dom, my, my, my love. And, and he's also my business partner. And I said to him, these are all my ideas for the books I want to do next. And he was like, well, I don't think those ones should be next. There's one thing that you have struggled with since you stopped drinking. And I'm like, what? You know, so curious. What? And he was like, people pleasing. (laughs) He's like, you're always people pleasing. And so I was like, oh my gosh, he's so right. And I was like, but I don't want to talk about that. And he's like, yeah, well, that's probably a good sign that you probably should. (laughs) And so this book is all about people pleasing and finding our way back to ourselves as well. It's so much in this little book about um, authentic confidence. And I, I share so many of my life um, experiences and, and examples because I really made a mess of a lot of my <laughs> relationships and my situations in the past through people pleasing where I thought I was being a nice person. But, you know, what I came to realize is that I was just betraying myself and trying to effectively manipulate the other person's perception of me. Like I was trying to to have them think that I was nice and, and a nice person, but in the process, I wasn't being honest. You know, I wasn't being honest and, and I wasn't upholding healthy boundaries. So it's an exploration mm-hmm. of that topic because I find it's one that we can often struggle with. And especially when we stop drinking, you know, we often worry about peer pressure from others and that all is all driven by peer pressure. People pleasing, you know, we want to please others and do what they want us to do rather than being true to ourselves. And it probably comes down to, you know, finding that confidence too, Mm. which I think is probably, especially if you're giving up something like alcohol, um, that's something we need to rebuild. Mm -hmm. It's not something that comes overnight, especially depending on what kind of things we've done or that we don't know we've done. Yes. (laughs) You got to, I heard, I, I heard some of my family the other day call it, call blackouts blank tape. And it was the first time I had heard that terminology. Maybe I'm just behind. Um, but, you know, like blank tape, like someone else has the VHS of your night. I know. You don't know what's on it. <laughs> Such a and you got to love those people that like make sure to get everything dumb you do on camera. Like <laughs> your, your so-called friends or family or people like, like, oh, hey, like they're just pulling out the tape. <laughs> and then they're like, you know, after the fact, oh, you should see this. Oh. See yourself <laughs> Like that night. Just cringe, right? Yeah. But I love you. We're best friends. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I know. But I think the self-esteem piece, and then like you say, boundaries, but I think boundaries comes with confidence to be like, hey, hey, I I have I have affection for you. You know, I like you, mate. I love you. No, 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> no. hey, hey, this isn't about you. This is about me. I'm not going to drink. You don't need to feel bad. Don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but I'm not going to go out of my way to make you feel better tonight. You know? Exactly. No, I can't be at that thing, right? Hi, <laughs> right, exactly. You sort of like, we're all, all adults here. You know, you, you're welcome to do your whatever feels good for you. And I have to do what feels good for me. And finding those ways as well. Like, I think we, I always thought that people would think I was a diva if I said what I really wanted to do. And coming to realize that there's ways to say it where you can be like you know I love you but I don't want to do those things anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. totally and it's just it's just me you know it's, it's not you it's part of my growth process exactly. you know, maybe it comes with getting old <laughs> all you need to do is go and have six kids and then people get really used to you saying no because anything so <laughs> well Bex this has just been a joy um this is this is great you know and going into 2022, um, I think a lot of people need to hear this power. They need to feel like there's a community that they can connect with that, that if they do make those decisions or even just experiment with giving up substances and stuff, that that they can have fun. They can be part of a community. They can be part of a world and not even have to really talk about alcohol all the time. You don't have to talk about your sobriety all the time. You're so busy doing things that are joyful outside of drinking. <laughs> Um, so thank you for providing that. Can you tell everybody where to find you um, in 2022? So I'm guessing that this month is going to have plenty of people um, exploring the idea of giving up alcohol for a multitude of reasons. Yes. So where can we find your books <laughs> and your coaching and everything you've got? Excellent. Well, yes, January 1st is always our biggest day of the year. <laughs> so come on over. <laughs> you can find us at sexysobriety.com and there's free videos for you to watch there as well. I'm also at bexweller.com where I've got all of my books and things. So yeah, come on over and say hi. <laughs> Awesome, Bex. Well, thank you so much. You've been amazing. And we will definitely be reading your next book. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right, you guys, that does it for these four sessions. If you missed any of them, please go back. And thank you for joining us on the Buddha Belly Life podcast. Thank you for joining us for another empowering episode of Buddha Belly Life. For more information on gut health and mindset resources, visit BuddhaBellyLife.com. And remember, heal yourself and then empower others to do the same.